Welcome to the RPG Podcast. And we are live. Oh, God, Pat! Presented by Sheep. A Time Wheel Production. back baby it's been a little i've been spacing them out a little bit uh just because time constraints and i don't like to force it you know sure but we're here with devin suggs he is a you're like a i feel i feel like you're like a motivational coach but i think there's more to it than that totally can you tell me for sure yeah so i'll do uh, a variety of different things I have a adventure like camper van and car rental business that I run out of Boulder, Colorado, which is pretty cool. I'm just coming off of a 10-day camper van road trip, and so I'm feeling all the dopamine rush and all the on the all the you know the positive vibes from that, but also a little tired and ready to get back, which was awesome. To like a, a stationary place in Boulder for sure. Yeah, yeah back okay. to our place in Boulder, with nice. my girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, and then my girlfriend and I will do some coaching together, working with couples, working individually with clients, doing more health and wellness, lifestyle, diet, fasting, all the good things, meditation. She is really oriented around nutrition. She's a traditional naturopath, so she's got her degree there, and I have more of a background in fitness and personal training, so we kind of combine and blend mindset into all of that and integrate that with people, and it's really lovely. The holistic sort of method, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Hitting all the angles. Totally. And then the big thing I'm looking forward to getting involved with here soon is starting a glamping business out of the Idaho Springs, just west of Denver, Colorado area, having a retreat center for people to come out and receive healing from the land, have access to some close hot springs in Idaho Springs. Uh, be by some running water for some cold exposure and just be, you know, convenient enough that people can come out who are living in like the Denver metro area or in Boulder, um, but, you know, far enough to where they can kind of get away from all of that and Mm -hmm. really immerse themselves in nature. Mm -hmm. Um, I like where we're at right now here in the Woodland Park area. Just the drive here was beautiful coming from the backside of, you know, the mountains where Buena Vista was, where we came through and it's just great. So providing something like this energy of mountains and nature immersing people in that kind of environment and having these different structures from a-frames to glamping kind of gloam style tents and then putting like meditation walks and offering different services with various people who want to come out and receive some healing for the weekend or however long let me think of firefest what you said the those dumb tents. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Firefest? It was like this retreat where all these people like glamping. They were super kind of like influencers, rich kids, and they went to this island. Mm-hmm. And the guy that set it up, he didn't finish it. Like, and every all these people showed up, and there were no beds in the tents. There was oh, no sad. food. There was no. Uh, the people that were supposed to do the shows at the event didn't. They were like, "We're not coming." And mm-hmm. But he still took all their money. But obviously, that's—I <laughs> don't know why I thought of that. But this is yours would be more like legit, and probably it was like this huge thing that he was trying to pull off. Weird. And he didn't pull it off. But they're trying to do a Firefest two now, and I—I th- I don't think it's gonna 
gonna go sure sure yeah something more sustainable yeah more long term yeah integrate things like a festival or a retreat within that space but for the most part be kind of like a glamping business where people can come out and uh similar between you know camping and glamorous camping is glamping and mm -hmm. being able to provide a space where they don't need to have all the tents and all the gear and all the grills like they can just come out and get the nature that they're looking for without having to get all the stuff like they just basically need to hop in a car and show up exactly nice yeah so you just went on a 10-day trip mm -hmm. where did you guys go yeah so we started in colorado we drove from here straight to zion which was about a nine-hour drive from boulder did zion for about a day and then that evening we drove through las vegas into nevada and then from there we ended up camping somewhere close to joshua tree in southern california mm -hmm. we did joshua tree and palm springs for a couple days that whole area is amazing the national park was really something special the energy there's just the vibes were just sensational they've got tons of hot springs in the palm springs area so being able to hike and adventure and do that all day and then be able to restore and relax in the hot springs in the evening was just awesome and then we did san diego and like the encinitas and kind of the san diego coast area and the mountains as well of san diego for about four days and then we started our way back around and ended up going to sedona arizona mm -hmm. and then we went to another national park yesterday in arizona went through new mexico we went to a place called ojos calientes which was like a nice like hot tub resort spot in new mexico and a couple of little other hiking spots in that area and then ended up in crestone pretty much this morning crestone colorado's got some really unique spiritual vibes and tons of hiking pretty intense hiking i will say <laughs> but it was good stuff and now we're here in the woodland park area what is zion i mean i imagine that's in in utah oh my goodness so zion is absolutely my favorite national park okay it's glorious it's this uh rich red rock canyon that just goes down for maybe about 10 or 15 miles um, and you're flowing right along a river called the virgin river um, you usually park at the visitor center and there's like a shuttle bus that'll take you into the canyon and there's about seven or eight different stops that the shuttle bus will take as it's driving you down into the canyon um, that's where angels landing is which is a really popular one of the most probably like photographed and epic hikes in america but it's also very dangerous as well people definitely fall off of angels landing because it is pretty exposed they do have like a chain link fence that you can kind of hold on to as you're making your way ascending to the summit of it um, but tons of great fishing incredible camping another national park that's nestled right next to zion is called bryce canyon which looks out of this world looks like you're in mars or somewhere really unique with just how the landscape is set up and the different spires and the different colors um, yeah, God really had a, a paintbrush out there and was just going to town with all the different, you know, geographical forms and the colors. It's a really special place. I actually plan on celebrating my birthday and inviting a lot of friends and family. You're definitely invited for May of next year. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. I imagine the uh, night sky would also, I mean, be quite spectacular. Mm -hmm. I, sure. You know, we get we, it's pretty good here, but there's all the city... And this isn't a big city, but mm -hmm. you still get that city light uh, that interrupts kind of the view sure. of, of the stars and stuff. But when you're out in a national forest, mm -hmm. I imagine it would be pretty special. Totally, man. 
makes you feel how small you are for sure puts you in perspective mm -hmm. get away from the fuck like the rat race of everything for a little mm -hmm. while for sure yeah i need to, we have like i have a sprinter two sprinters nice and we ne never use them <laughs> i never use them mm -hmm. my team uses it and then my wife's parents it's parked at their house but i want to nice. i want to do like a trip i think that would be cool especially sure. as the season changes here mm -hmm. we were talking last time right around this year and i was going through mm -hmm. some pretty hardcore seasonal depression mm -hmm. because of like the short days and mm -hmm. the lack of sun and i don't know man and there's the, there's like i met i feel like we're up at 8500 you know in elevation mm -hmm. there's less oxygen mm -hmm. and i'm like am i not getting enough oxygen to my brain so do a lot of breathing exercises and stuff but sure. Uh, I, I was thinking I'm gonna I want to like go to we're thinking about going to Puerto Vallarta, Ooh. yeah, and I'm actually going there to do some stem cell treatment, but also very cool get get out of the snow and get some sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. My girlfriend and I will be doing a trip to Hawaii for a couple of months during wow. the winter months, which will be lovely. Um, so I'm all about you know I love the mountains, love being up here at the high elevation, but. At the same time, like to switch things up and get down to the coast and be by some warm weather and big bodies of water, water whether it's lakes or oceans. I think that's very essential and helpful for body and seasonal depression and just overall health and vitality. Switching things up and just kind of getting out into nature. Yeah, last year I, I in January this so was this year I went to La Jolla, mm -hmm. San Diego mm -hmm. area for three days and just sat on the beach and myself and like journaled and it was so good for me i was and i was like i'm gonna go back every month or every couple of months i haven't been back but i'm i sure. i want to go back and for i probably sure. will for sure and now you mentioned stem cells yeah have you done that before like what's have, that yeah. what is that for like just staying young or you've got something you're trying to treat staying young but also my knee and elbow is uh i i was skateboarding a couple months ago mm -hmm. and i fell and I tried to brace myself with my arm mm. and it really just like jammed my whole elbow. Mm. So I can't bend, I can't straighten it. And, wow. but it's pretty, I can do almost everything. Sure. But like push ups are a little, I can't extend it. So if I'm doing push ups, it's, it's mm. so I'm, I could do some physical therapy. Sure. I probably should get it x rayed. But I'm, I'm also 45 and I feel like if I was 22, it would be healed by now. Sure. So I'm just, I would, like when it all happened, it happened so fast and I like went into shock because I, mm. I was really glad that I didn't like break anything because mm -hmm. I felt the impact and it was bad. And uh, I, yeah, so I, I like went into shock and um, but I came and I sat over here on the couch and just I was like, this is going to take a while to get, get better. And that, so it's been about two months. Right on. But it's mostly better. It's definitely way better. So I'm gonna get some stem cells, like cool. direct injected. Have you done no, that? Have I'm you not. looked into it at all? I've just heard about it here and there. Yeah. Via podcasts and uh, different athletes that mm -hmm. would go and get some stem cell stuff done. Mm -hmm. Very fascinating for sure. And yeah. Would love to hear your feedback on it. Yeah. And well, I have done it before. I got a direct injection into my knee a few mm. years ago for a meniscus tear and it totally fixed it wow. for like five years nice and then i was doing jujitsu in march and it and it popped again 
And so I was kind of like limping for a few months and mm. it's mostly better. Mm. I can run and I can do, I'm back to actually, I'm doing jujitsu again. So nice. how long has it been? Like eight months, mm-hmm. but uh, just to like get, get it back to a hundred. I'm going to do that. Sure. And the, and the anti-aging thing is totally something I'm interested in. I don't know that it necessarily works. In fact, I'm pretty sure it, it may, I don't know. We'll see. It's a like, burgeoning kind of like growing technology sure so i'll be a guinea pig right on i've done it already so I, I, but this time i'm gonna go like full hog with like billions or hundreds of millions of cells like wow. iv and that's where the port of Vallarta thing is which cool. was recommended to me by our ufc sports agency they send mm-hmm. a lot of their fighters there mm-hmm. to rehab mm-hmm. so telling you we just got that official sponsorship of the ufc it's only a test for the rest of the year nice but we're gonna test it out so in like on november 4th in about 10 days or so we're gonna be in the octagon nice man yeah and you know that's huge yeah it's it's a big deal congratulations it it supposedly will lend more credibility to the brand and the product sure yeah so we're very excited about that. And we've been building up to that for the last, this whole time. We've sponsored fighters and mm-hmm. other organizations. And so this is like the big leagues. For sure. And I don't watch football and basketball and baseball or soccer. Mm-hmm. This is my football. And so it's kind of like working with, it's kind of like a dream come for true, sure. actually. It's been pretty hectic getting I, I went to vegas twice wow. to meet with the ufc and once at the first time they just took me out to dinner mm-hmm. and like took me to a fight mm-hmm. and then we went to an after party and stuff like that so that was cool and then i went back two weeks later to the headquarters and they have like this pi center performance institute mm-hmm. that where all the fighters get like either rehab or train or just evaluations. They do these like really in-depth medical scans to see what like the potential of the fighter. Mm-hmm. So like, it was that was pretty cool. And they had all the good stuff, like the red light therapy, wow. the the cold plunge and sauna. I mean that's basic, but sure. like all these weird full body scanners and because they would they they would want to see how much weight. A fighter can cut mm-hmm. healthily, and and so what weight class they would be in. Right on. And so, then in the boardroom, they took us into the boardroom and showed, wow. us, showed us their pitch deck, and it was really fancy. I felt like super like important or something. Sure. And then a couple. It's been about a month. Yeah, about a month, mm-hmm. and we signed the deal um, this week. So it's, it's like on. Yeah, right? That's all. Uh, do you watch it or anything? Oh, for sure. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, good. Love UFC. Yeah. For sure. It's badass. And it's just getting more and more and more popular. And Dana White has just done a sensational job with the entire organization and getting the credibility behind it, getting mm-hmm. like the hype and the legitimacy mm-hmm. and the entertainment. I mean, they're just firing on all cylinders. So you're definitely, you know, partnering on. I know you've already have had, you know, exclusive contracts and deals with different fighters, but yeah. being able to have like the entire UFC yeah. contract thing, that is mega it's huge. It's so mega. Thank mm-hmm. you. Some people, I'll tell some people, I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't really watch it. And so 
that's cool. Uh, but for me, it's a big deal. And I know a lot of people watch it, but it's cool to hear it, that you watch it. It is also a beautiful thing to see the effort that goes in to a fighter and the mentality that they need to, de- you know, dedicate their life to be the best. Mm-hmm. And if you or we or any people would put that much effort into their own lives and their own missions, you know, like it, it's unstoppable for sure. So I and the mentality of a, like an entrepreneur should mm-hmm. be so that level of dedication, like an obsession. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm obsessed with the underwear thing, and it. It, it aligns really good. With, totally. With, yeah. So, uh, very excited about that. I am curious. I had a couple of things. Sure. You're very locked in. Sure. I like how you're. I, I have a problem when I'm talking to people where usually I'm thinking about something else because mm-hmm. I have something else to do. And I will just like, I, I don't. You hear about successful people making you feel like you're the only one there mm-hmm. and i don't do that <laughs> but i like appreciate this. that. yeah so i appreciate that totally and are, are a lot of is your trainings like remote i guess kind of virtual sure for yeah. sure yeah. yeah i have a you know thriving community back in boulder colorado mm-hmm. in which taylor and i are you know co-leaders of that organization and that group of friends and so you know being able to you know get grounded and stay present with people and provide them that quality attention and hold space and ask the questions and you know provide insightful feedback or just hold space for them and let them feel heard and seen Mm -hmm. is so much medicine and my background initially i got started in uh the network marketing space back when i was like in my early 20s around 2021 and um, I've got a really great mentor, part of that organization called Longevity, who really taught me the importance of just, you know, servant leadership and treating people like gifts and understanding the, the way you unwrap those gifts is asking intentional and deep, meaningful questions. Mm-hmm. I've got another friend of mine named Ricky, who's an astrologer, and he shares that I'm like 66% earth. And so I've got just a lot of earth signs and I can be like a solid rock for people to lean on or stand on. And I enjoy it. You know, I, I just have that patience for it for whatever reason. Nice. And um, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing for sure. I'm water. Nice. And I, I, I think that is applicable to my personality and I'm all, I don't definitely not like super solid grounded, but i make it work, you know, totally Bruce Lee be like water crash or you can be soft and mm-hmm. flexible i'm very flexible or, and uh but i do need to i would like to be more grounded because i'm very like emotional sure. I, I cry and get mad and I, I don't get mad too often actually thankfully but every now and then i feel like you have to get mad sure sometimes definitely and it's not good to like just <laughs> bottle it up either mm-hmm just finding you know healthy means and mechanisms of channeling that anger i was listening to a, a little podcast clip with uh, i think it was the goat of football his name is uh brady yeah brady was talking about how he would use anger as fuel and motivation 
to help him succeed. Like mm-hmm. he would take anything that he would hear that the negative, that the op- opposite team would said about him, and just channel it and just utilize it. So I think, yeah, absolutely, anger is can be a lot repressed within people, but if you can channel it right and release it in a healthy manner, um, it could do a lot of good as well. And then I'm also a big believer in, you know, understanding that what lies underneath anger is pain. And so being able to sort of peel those layers back and find out where those, uh, where the, the anger is stemming from, you know what I mean? And then overall in terms of like emotions and you mentioned you're a water sign and, um, it's a blessing for sure to be able to be flexible and to have these emotional energies kind of come up in that intuition and knowing when to be soft, knowing when to go hard. Um, it's powerful, but having that discernment is uh, super duper important. Um, and there's a guy like a lot, uh, Tony Robbins, and mm, he shares that uh, he's, a, I think, a Pisces as well. But he shares that we have, um, we, when we're, you know, big issue with a lot of people, they're either in a fearful state or they're in, in like an angry state. And he says, as simple as this answer is, whenever you're you know, gyrating between fear or anger, strive to find a place of gratitude because mm-hmm. when you're in a state of gratitude, it's impossible to be angry. When you're in a state of gratitude, it's impossible to be fearful. And I think everyone for the most part will kind of fluctuate between these different emotions, um, but ideally, being able to have yourself anchored and have healthy habits instilled to where you know you can be in a little more of a stable state, state, at least what I do for me, whenever I work out, whenever I prioritize my self-care, whenever I am making progress towards a goal that provides fulfillment. I also am aware of like the power of discipline and understanding that, that flexing discipline and will in the right direction will yield freedom will equal freedom so discipline equals freedom Mm -hmm. um i love listening to a lot of like worship and praise music i'm very cognizant of things that i'm tuning into on a daily basis from the media my own thoughts uh social media uh music etc and just striving to you know stand guard at the forefront of my mind and make sure that only good things and sowing good seeds are coming in as much as possible and by doing that, I feel like I'm able to, you know, anchor in certain emotions and certain um, states of being. And that I feel helps provide me that stability where if I don't have like a stable routine, if I don't have a, a priority of self-care, it's easy to let life hijack it and take you on its crazy journey, right? And just kind of shake the snow globe and be caught up in like a place of like, doing a lot of things, maybe you're getting things done, but you could be lacking a sense of fulfillment or whatever it mm-hmm. might be for people on a day-to-day basis where they just get warped with work or distracted with X, Y, and Z thing. And next thing you know, the whole day has gone by and they haven't really like felt like they've lived. They've just were like in an autopilot kind of zone. Nice. Uh, how do you do that when you're traveling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a phrase, I forgot the, the term in, in Buddha, but like a satnara a practice, right? And so I can be traveling on the road in my camper van. I can be staying at friends' houses, staying in Airbnbs, wherever my apartment that I live at. And as long as I prioritize what I call my five to thrive, I know I'll be good. One is gonna be sleep. I prioritize that like you've nobody, like I get at least eight hours of sleep. Nice. 
And then my next thing I'm really big on is my mental health and just sewing in those habits of waking up and being in a state of gratitude. I just go back to that state as much as I possibly can. I do a game with my girlfriend where we'll go on a what's called a rampage of appreciation. We'll play like ping pong where we'll just go back and forth for several minutes um, and just start thinking of things that we're grateful for. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, feeding my mind good things, praise and worship music, prayer, all that stuff is really good for my mental health. Learning and stimulating my mind is really good as well. Uh, I love movement. Movement for me is a form of medicine, whether it's jujitsu and things like in the mixed martial arts energy, um, hiking, mountain biking, um, being in the gym, whatever. Movement mm-hmm. is medicine. Absolutely. I also love um, kind of wrapping those two together between movement and also mindfulness with doing like a sauna. I have mm-hmm. work for an infrared sauna company, and so I sell Sunstream. They're a phenomenal brand. I think that's brand. what I have at my house. Nice. I think so. I have a sauna. Very cool. So, I think it's so yeah, I love, you know, going into saunas and, you know, having that benefit of heat therapy, but also that mindfulness aspect of just relaxing and slowing things down. Um, and then my next couple of things are going to be just hydration and nutrition, making sure that I'm treating my body like a Ferrari and octane, like, you know, putting the octane and putting the fuel in that's going to be you know, uplifting and positive. Don't get me wrong. I definitely get down on some cheat meals. I'll throw down some pizza. I'll eat some Oreos. I'll have some cookies. But for the most part, about 75 to 80% of my diet is pretty clean. And my girlfriend, she's a naturopath. She makes most of our meals for us and is an incredible way to eat delicious and nutritious food simultaneously. And it feels good and just start feeding the microbiome, that kind of stuff. And it starts to crave that. But I've noticed if I go on a couple of cheat meals, my body will start craving that kind of food. And then I will just have hyper awareness too on my, how things affect my energy and mm-hmm. just strive to like protect my energy no matter what. Do you drink alcohol? Zero alcohol. Yeah. Cause I've been, I definitely cut back to where, you know, like sometimes I'll have one sometimes and I'm doing good where I don't drink every day or anything, but uh, like last night I had two and actually I was fine because I haven't been doing it a lot, but I sure. find, especially last year around this time, it was more towards Christmas and Thanksgiving when you're letting loose a little bit more, sure. maybe I was drinking a lot, but I was going insane mm-hmm. and my, and I, my body was just in the state of anxiety from usually the next day. And I didn't know what it was. I mm. literally was like, I felt like it was my wife or in just like the holidays. But now, being more in tune and paying attention, I notice when I drink beer specifically, mm-hmm. I was like waking up in this state of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so when I stopped, mm-hmm. and I'm not waking up in anxiety, so mm-hmm. it, like that's what was causing it. Right on. And so I'm much more aware of that. I like that you don't yeah. drink at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I used to, I had my phase of partying and drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think another really important thing is taking radical self-inquiry. We will tend to do things out of instant gratification, but then there's negative ramifications that will proceed after that. Mm-hmm. And for me, when I was drinking in the moment, it was fun. It was a social lubricant, having fun, whatever, cutting loose, you know, a little bit of a coping mechanism to just kind of just put the worries of the day behind me and just to relax or whatever. Uh, But then, as you mentioned, I started to recognize sort of the after effects. 
And eventually, this is when I was like 22, I was like, I need to just kind of go cold turkey. And I did. And I now, for the mo most part, I live a very healthy, active, sober lifestyle. And I'm recognizing it pretty much every day how how rare it is to meet people who are just sober. Mm -hmm. I will participate in some psilocybin, some magic mushrooms, or an opportunity presents itself for some sort of retreat with ayahuasca or whatever, and I'll embark on those journeys very intentionally. But alcohol for me, also, I, I got into this, and I'm not sure if you've looked into this with alcohol, but the like the Arabic term is al-ghul, al-ghul, and a common phrase that we'll use, because I also am a big like into like words and language mm -hmm. and like the structure and the energy behind the words and the language. But alcohol, a common phrase for it is called spirits, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then another one too is jinn. Jinn will make you sin. And if you look at what jinn is in like, I think somewhere in the Arabic realms, it's a flesh eating spirit. And I've seen how just in general, you know, you kind of look at what happened during the pandemic and just whatever the media and everything is like pushing forward as like an agenda, alcohol, man, is just, just everywhere, dude. It's everywhere. It's mm -hmm. promoted on all sporting events, everywhere you go. It's the thing to do. It's everywhere. It's so convenient. And I don't think drinking here and there, as you were mentioning, is not the problem, but, you know, getting a little bit too carried away or lost in that sauce is where things can kind of go downhill and they can kind of go downhill relatively quickly. So yeah, I, I just know myself and I'm like a nun or nine kind of guy. And so I just strive to stay in like this you know, sober state. I don't even do any caffeine. I don't drink any coffee. Nice. And I think it's good to just do these fasts from everything from social media, mm -hmm. from if you've got addictions with pornography, if you've got addictions with um, whatever, like coffee and caffeine or alcohol or smoking marijuana or whatever it might be, just like go away from it for a while. I even like to fast for like 24, 36 or 48 hours with no food and just drinking water. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen, you know, profound benefits for the body, the mind and the spirit mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, I've done fasting and found it to be profound. I haven't done it in a while because I, I like work out a lot sure. and I, I feel and I have to be like I have to have energy for running the business excuses I but I did find it to be quite like clarif like clarifying when mm -hmm. mentally yeah. I would just be a lot of clarity yeah it was crazy how old are you 30 okay how do you where are you you know like in, when you're 40 and 50 where, uh, where do you see yourself and yeah. Okay, where, where are you trying to go? For sure. I'd love to continue to have this same amount of, you know, vivacious vigor and energy and um, drive for life. Mm -hmm. I'd love to be still hiking, you know, very obsessive with regards to my five to thrive, with my mental health, with my purpose, with creating, you know, prosperity and happiness and inspiration and motivation and, and adventures with everyone that I come in contact with, I'd like to continue to be still living like a purpose-driven life mm -hmm. into my 40s and 50s and 60s and staying, you know, super healthy, still able to snowboard and ski, still able to go hub hike and summit mountains and be able to travel and vacation and do all the things that I love. 
well into you know even my 70s and 80s and goal is to even live above 120 years and feel healthy throughout that time into my 90s and hundreds and with how things are developing as you're mentioning stem cells and just all the advancements that are taking place with the health and wellness world and all the money that these billionaires are dumping into like longevity and longevity and how to stay younger longer um i'm stoked so yeah would love to continue to just stay where i'm at and you know even progress on it yeah that's that's you're very clear with that have you heard of the the all-in podcast Mm -mm. It's these four billionaires that are, they started the podcast during the pandemic mm. and they're, you know, they invest in a lot of technologies and it's, it's just a very interesting podcast to listen to billionaires talk for whatever reason to me, it sounds, sure. it's fascinating. And they're, they're in the middle of like all the shit, like with Elon Musk, one of these guys is like Elon Musk's right hand but he's also a billionaire. Wow. And then they're they're in like with presidential candidates and but then have you heard of is it Ozempic? This it's there's like this sorry, one of them was talking about it's like mm-hmm. this weight loss pill hmm. thing that all these people are losing weight, but then come to find out it's deter- deteriorating their oh, muscles and bones and uh so like a lot I, I like to stand back a little bit with certain things and not be a guinea pig but sometimes mm-hmm. when i hear like when i hear rogan and all these other podcasters talking about stem cells i'm like oh that sounds good because mm-hmm. I, I hear the benefits and it's been about a decade and a lot like for a lot of them mm-hmm. where you know they're not dying or anything sure and they're healing so but like that quick fix pill to lose weight sounds like a little bit too good to be true. Sure. And it turned out that it was. Right. But um, so I'm, I'm doing, I have a, Dan Prado is my like motivational coach. Mm-hmm. He's the best. And then I have kind of like a relationship coach thing going on. Um, right now it's, it, it was like a, a short term program, but it's been actually quite powerful. It's called the powerful man. And mm. it's mostly about me, you know, and how I can fix myself to be a better husband in the relationship, strong man, Good. you know, a strong man, a woman needs a strong man type thing. And it, it talks about the disciplines. You wake up in the morning and you work out, read, meditate, breathe, and like start your day off real strong And the, the discipline, the, those things that you're doing will just have you in a better energy throughout the day. And then, you know, listening to your wife and asking questions and stuff instead of just being too busy to Mm. talk or whatever. It's been having a vision, you know, not living in the past. Um, but when you do, you say you do like relationship stuff with your wife, sure. what kind of like tactics or whatever would you, do you suggest for having like a healthy yeah. relationship? I think a, a great place to start with any relationship, whether it's a male and female, a friend's business dynamic yeah. is having the sense of like 
overwhelming honesty and understand too when you're in a relationship with somebody that y'all are a team mm -hmm. and being able to approach things as a team at, instead of me versus you and like we're opposites know, or we're yeah. on two different sides and creating that sense of division mm -hmm. you know the society and politics are mm -hmm. all about like mm -hmm. competition me versus you or whatever we have to completely dismantle that entire mindset when it comes to relationships and find a way to ha have that overwhelming honesty with each other but saying and communicating what you mean without saying it mean and establishing healthy boundaries and understanding that boundaries are not there to build walls to separate each other but they're actually like bridges to help create more intimacy whenever you're honoring people's boundaries um and just understand too that there's going to be dark sides to any relationship there's going to be ups and there's going to be downs um and striving i heard this phrase once that I, and I love is like you shouldn't judge a relationship like a partnership a husband and a wife or a boyfriend and a girlfriend you shouldn't judge it on how happy they are all the time rather see about how whenever they lose harmony how well are they at getting back into harmony you know what i mean mm -hmm. and seeing that aspect of the healing and mending process being really good and then i think another thing to to do and that we do with my girlfriend but also with others is putting our egos aside 100 percent, you have to surrender the ego and if you're out of integrity or you're wrong mm -hmm. just being able to own it mm -hmm. and them being able to own it mm -hmm. and remembering that we're a team mm -hmm. and just having that reminder in the background like if i'm you know trying to provide criticism for my girlfriend or whatever she doesn't see that as oh you're just always blaming me or punishing me it's like no like i I see the potential in you and I want to see that come out even more uh, and vice versa. And I mean, there's all these little things that we can find in and with relationships, counseling with people and directly, you know, you just, you're able to just slice through the BS and get into like, Hey, like what's going on? Where do you, are you feeling not seen and heard? Mm -hmm. We all have a dark side. All mm -hmm. of us do. And just kind of feel vulnerable and comfortable enough with somebody to go into those spaces with the intention of healing it. Cause I also believe whatever's lurking in the subconscious, if it's under the surface, my man, you can't heal it. You have to reveal it to heal it. You have to shine the light on it. And that's where that overwhelming honesty thing comes into play. And you just got to bring it all to the forefront and it's a very vulnerable experience, but at the same time, it's a very beautiful one as well. I love that. I I was watching. Thank you, by the way. Totally. Um, Jake Paul, he's a fighter for sure, and he has all these coaches around him, like a bunch of coaches for different, you know, martial art or whatever, boxing, maybe physical fitness, meditation. Mm -hmm. Aubrey Marcus was one of his coaches, which nice. I found fascinating. Hmm. And I'm like. I have money. I can hire coaches. There you go. So I hire. I have the motivational coach Dan Prado. Let's go. Physical fitness, and then I 
decided to just get like a, this relationship coach. It was really weird. You know how the phones listen to you mm-hmm. or, and they'll like advertise stuff that either you've been talking about or maybe just thinking. <laughs> oh yeah. The thinking thing is definitely real too, bro. Yeah. Freaks me out. Yeah. And so I started seeing these ads and I guess I slowed down a little bit on one of them mm-hmm. for the, the powerful man thing. And then next thing I'm getting emails and the next thing you know, they like called me Wow. and went the call they just caught me at a time where I was like feeling like almost desperate. Mm-hmm. And so I talked to them and then we, I signed the deal. And then I think just the intention of making things better, I paid a couple bucks. Sure. And, but it immediately started working like everything for me anyways. And she's, she's good. She's always, she's like a rock. I don't know what she's amazing. But I was having just like a midlife crisis and like mm. mental shit, and um, it really just put things back in the proper perspective and being mm. grateful about everything mm-hmm. and not being judgmental and like weird. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, I guess, maybe being like completely forthright because I was just going through some shit that I didn't think was it's just. It didn't. It didn't make sense. But mm-hmm. I t- and I told her about it, and she's very um understanding of things she's like i said she's amazing but totally um but just it was cool to see jake paul having those coaches and then i decided to implement that strategy into my just personal life and business and Mm -hmm. it's been a couple of months since i've been doing all these things and everything is getting better cool yeah and and I, i feel like not everybody has the means to just hire a bunch of coaches like sure. Jake Paul, but I do. Yeah. And it has been been very beneficial. And, you know, we all think we can do it on our own. Mm-hmm. And especially like Western culture, there's we don't have really mentors. Mm-hmm. Where, where I feel like in like Asian cultures, that's more prevalent to mm-hmm. have the elders teach you and you listen and give you like respect to that their experience sure so i'm just i feel like i'm implementing that and it seems like you're a part of that you know seeing on the on the coaching side Mm -hmm. do you have coaches at all yeah it's a good question i mentioned the network marketing thing that i got involved with when i was in my early 20s yeah my mentor Still to this day, okay, my mentor yeah, you did mention that ma- makes over a hundred k a month in residual income, and it's just uh, not bad. <laughs> yeah, it, he's not only wealthy financially, but right. most importantly, he's rich in relationship. Yeah, and he is a huge proponent and believer in personal development and mm-hmm. radical self inquiry and the gift of desperations and investing in your health and your wellness in that way through seminars, coaches, etc. And so he took my brother and I under his wing when we were like 21 mm-hmm. and flew us to go see Tony Robbins mm. and Robert Kiyosaki and wow. just all these, you know, forthright, you know, leaders and thought leaders and authors and speakers and entrepreneurs and spiritual oriented people as well. Um, so I've been doing a lot of that since I was young. I've hired different health and fitness coaches in my day as of right now. I don't have anyone that I am personally subscribed with. I have a couple of men's groups that I'm a part of, and there are you know leaders in those networks that 
provide counsel and wisdom for me mm-hmm. and guidance and clarity and direction and integrity check-ins to make sure I'm, you know, staying in, in honoring my word and honoring my mission and all that goodness. So I have that aspect, which is good. Keep you accountable type. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And, you know, I think that you taking the time to do that for yourself is amazing, is phenomenal. And I would even say that perhaps by like taking that money, right, and investing it into yourself, there's no greater investment than investing into mm-hmm. oneself. Um, and now look at how things are aligning here with you, what you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, how you guys just signed a deal with the UFC. I mean, that's phenomenal, man. So, you know, I think with preparation and in self-care and investing in your your well-being, whether it's relationship coaching, whether it's health coaching, et cetera, it's just going to further accelerate your your growth and your capacity to serve and all that good stuff. So I think that's phenomenal. And yeah, you're making me think I need to pay somebody, get some coaching done, get something, you know, more involved more with my own personal growth. Nice. Yeah. And I, cause I was, and I was going to counseling for like a decade after I got out of the army and, and mm. I feel like counseling is good, but coaching is like, they usually just like listen to you and that's cool. Mm-hmm but not really give advice from experience or having like a men's group, which Mm -hmm. is part of this, the powerful man thing is part Mm -hmm. of a, like there's a men's group aspect to it and hearing Mm -hmm. their experiences and they're all like really well to do type uh, individuals like that can pay for the thing because it was really expensive. but here, you know, you don't want just, we don't just want the money. You want the Quan, mm-hmm. the whole, that's a Jerry Maguire reference, which is might be before your time. Probably not, but, uh, Cuba Gooden Jr. He's like, got all, he's got all this money, but mm-hmm. he want he wants the Quan, you know, mm-hmm. the whole the ha- happy home and mm-hmm. the money and everything that, you know, like life can kind of offer, mm-hmm. which I've been re- using that word here recently. It came back to me, but you know, if you have all the money in the world, there's just like some of the most miserable people are like billionaires and, you know, and I think that might be ego. Sure. Yeah. Like I'm more important mm. and I should, and I should be getting this or that. And, you know, and then like, then they get depressed as to why then they're fucking like stuck mm-hmm. in their head. And I was going through a period in, you know, re- like last year or whatever, um, where I was thinking I was like important mm-hmm. and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it will fuck with your head. Sure. Yeah. You just need to be like put, not put in your place, I guess, but kind of where nobody is more important than somebody else. Mm-hmm. Although mm-hmm. we are the most important person in our own lives. It's complicated, mm-hmm. but I, it's all perspective and, making sure you're not overvaluing yourself in a way that you are better than people, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. That humility factor is huge. And there's a quote I like with what you mentioned regarding, you know, super successful millionaires or billionaires who on the front side of things might look like they're living a a lavish life. But as you mentioned, maybe deep down they're insecure or they're feeling a lack of happiness or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, It's success without fulfillment. Yeah. is failure. Yeah. Success without fulfillment is failure. And so, you know, striving to look for 
success and and happiness and prosperity i'm on the same you mm -hmm. know road as well for sure um but staying you know yoked in that humility and that like servantness as well mm -hmm. like just serving people and feeling that intrinsic value from you know not feeling like you're better or worse than anyone but that we're all you know human beings and at the end of the day when we all clock out of, here, of this life you know we're gonna die with we're not bringing our money with us you know what i mean so you know finding creative ways to stay humble i feel is really important but at the same time like have that confidence too and like be that savage and have that dog in you and, yeah. and go out there and, and fucking conquer and do whatever it is you know dominate the market but like you know so this is that dance it's just a little dance yeah right <laughs> that's funny you mentioned servant where are we at? 50 servant leadership mm -hmm. and uh i learned that in the army nice actually like we called it like leading from the front mm. and how can i help you do your job type thing mm -hmm. but like what do you how do you define it and stuff sure you know i look at more on the spiritual side of things and even we can go and i'll connect it with the entrepreneurial things as well but when you look at people like a Mahatma Gandhi, a Jesus Christ, a Buddha, a Krishna, those, you know, spiritual leaders and just how much compassion and unconditional mm. love that they did, they generated and, and put forward and, and how amazing, as I was mentioning a little earlier that God, you know, baked into this intrinsicness of us that we feel good when we do good. When we mm -hmm. do something good to somebody and we notice the impact that it had on them, we intrinsically have that value of feeling good. And that energy is beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. And then correlating it with karma as well. And just knowing that whatever you put back, you put into the world, you're going to get back to it. And striving to adopt this mindset in terms of the servant leadership thing, leave people and places better after than you first originally found them and what i've noticed is it's not it doesn't take a lot really it doesn't take a lot out of you to do a little extra you know if you go to the restroom at the store or the restaurant or whatever and there's a little bit of some stuff just kind of cleaning it it, it mm -hmm. doesn't take a lot or you know complimenting somebody if you notice their clothes or their act of kindness was just little things if we just all did a little bit Dude, this world would be substantially a, a healthier and happier, a more peaceful and prosperous place for sure. But that kind of energy is not, and that sort of mindset of servant leadership, it's not baked into our society, into mm -hmm. our culture. You had the the privilege of serving in the military, which appreciate your service there for sure. Um, but they have that kind of mentality, and that's amazing. That's yeah. amazing, and staying humble enough as well to like. Just remember, you're never too good enough for XYZ person or doing XYZ thing to serve the environment or the world or whatever. Um, and just having that discipline and that little bit of that will and sowing that seed every day to make a, a lasting impact, I feel is super good. And, you know, finding out too what juices you. And for me, I got into the realms of personal training and, you know, our good friend who also you work with, Stephen, and the realm of fitness and personal training is where I felt my calling and 
loved the impact that I had when I was able to help somebody lose X amount of pounds of fat or achieve a certain athletic performance. And it just was so rewarding, man. It's so fulfilling. So I'm grateful that every day I still can, you know, have that kind of impact and positivity and just strive to carry that energy through day-to-day conversations with people. You, that's beautiful because not everyone is like made out composed with the right stuff to do that I feel Mm -hmm. like and you were maybe like chosen or called upon to fulfill that Mm. in to other people in this maybe uh you know on this on this life in this life of we live in here um a couple more things Mm -hmm. you were talking about well a lot of times I feel like, A, I feel like people want something from me, mm-hmm. which, and and then so I'm, they'll want to talk to me, but I'm like, you just want money from me. And, and I, and, um, but I also feel like a lot of times I'm like, I don't have time for this. Mm. I don't have time to listen to you kind of like schmooze me, but I know your intentions or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, or at least I think I do. And I'm pretty usually right when it, because anyways Mm. in those scenarios but i want to like how do you deal with like i don't have time like i I feel like there's not enough time in the day to set aside 20 minutes Mm -hmm. i always feel like it's good it's like uh, i don't have time for this but it's only really going to be like 5 10 20 minutes maybe Mm -hmm. um whatever Mm -hmm. do you have any kind of insight on that that's a great question depending on the circumstance in the situation and the level of BS that you're sniffing and kind of having that discernment where, how do you want to approach this? Is this worth your time? Or is this something that you can donate some of your time and be patient? And Mm -hmm. I feel like just having that discernment depending on the person, situation and circumstance will dictate a lot and I've been one of these people who tends to tolerate a lot and just can hold the space for anyone and everyone uh, and my girlfriend she's a little bit more sharp and it's like no if this is BS like call it what it is learning how to say what you mean without saying it mean or if that. you need to you know say it a little bit more forthright then mm-hmm. go for it mm-hmm. for sure um, but yeah, it's an interesting dynamic and energy to balance and kind of play with whenever you're dealing with different situations where you feel like you're sniffing something or if you even maybe mention it or bring it up and strive to just seek clarity in that question. Like, hey, you know, I know you've, you're doing your thing right now. I've mm-hmm. got some stuff going on. Just letting you know, I don't want to interrupt you, but I need to mention this. I'm feeling this energy is this true or if not if if it is then you know i don't want to waste your time either mm-hmm. right so nice. yeah it's a, it's an interesting little way to flow with that for I sure like that. very good you're wise in your years because i'm like way no, way older than you and i'm like asking you for advice and shit which i like but so that's sure sure whatever yeah and i also think too with regards to that thought and question wisdom can be derived from anyone at any age Mm -hmm. and whether it's somebody younger or older even if it's a baby even if it's 
nature and you're yeah. getting wisdom from like looking at the tree yeah. or whatever you know it's just yeah it's just it's a beautiful thing and yeah like a four-year-old might be like say something and you'd be like whoa that was profound you know like i never thought of it that mm -hmm. way or something and they're yeah. just being brutally honest or whatever yeah saying what's on their mind and for sure like, yeah and humility right there's a quote from i think it's bill not a science guy i heard it's anyone and everyone you meet in your entire life knows something that you don't know mm -hmm. so you can learn from anyone and everyone mm -hmm. it's beautiful it is beautiful okay and then you're talking about worship music earlier mm -hmm. you listen to that and is that like church music or mm -hmm. But okay, so specifically that, or is it maybe like Hindu-y type yeah, things? Yeah, yeah, So, you know, I had, I grew up Christian, okay. but then if, Me too. you know, yeah. kind of gone into some different um, alleys of spirituality mm -hmm. and love them all, mm -hmm. uh, whatever is going to resonate and juice somebody's soul and spirit, I am a proponent for that. Mm -hmm. I had a profound experience with Christ when I was 23. I had a, a super vivid dream where I was standing right in front of him. And wow. it was during one of the most chaotic and scariest times of my life. It was amazing. And so nice. since then, at my, my early 20s, 23, I've kind of oriented myself back with Christianity. I'm not an avid churchgoer, but I love getting into the word, listening to Christian style podcasts and, okay. um, you know, sermons that are, you know, Christian oriented. I've got a couple of guys I like a lot who I like to listen to, even some dudes on social media. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I will listen to a lot of worship and praise music, okay. things that are just so beautiful and just invigorate every cell in my body and provide and bring chills and my girlfriend and I will do it together. We'll listen to an, an artist that I like a lot is Trevor Hall. He's okay. a little bit more agnostic, but his mm -hmm. vibes are spiritual, righteous, and holy. Uh, reggae music. There's any kind of music where the lyrics and the words that are being, you know, sung are loving and positive and uplifting. You know, so however that kind of form, if that's Hindu music for somebody or meditation music for somebody, um, whatever, you know, provides that sense of nourishment to their soul, I'm a proponent for it. So I will tune into a variety of different things, but definitely love my worship and, and praise jams. And did you hear the Kanye Jesus album? Not yet. Really? Okay. My brother loves it. He's okay, like cool. kind of best friends with Steven. I didn't get into it, but I was just curious. He does have like an album that a few years back, um, mm -hmm. And Joel Olstein, do you, sure. you love that guy? Feel good pre preacher guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good guy for sure. <laughs> he has a good smile. Totally. <laughs> I don't really, he's, a, he's in my feed and I've heard him say positive, or like things that were like, okay, that's cool. But just anyways, mm -hmm. but you're saying just like, cause you said people on social media, but just whoever you tend to be following, maybe not him. Sure. Say. Yeah. Exactly. He's like an evangelist and you know how they they have a reputation for taking advantage of people but i don't sure, know sure, sure. i have no idea but um okay well i have really enjoyed this time with you i've kind of like teared up a little bit but more like out of joy for whatever reason appreciate that yeah, man. feeling um i advise you guys to go back and watch the last episode that we did, which was sometime last year, was virtual. Mm -hmm. And a lot of nuggets, a lot of 
wisdom and positivity that I think we could all benefit from, just like with this one. Nice. And that's why I wanted you to come back, you know, and I really appreciate you. you making the trip up here and sitting here with me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, maybe we do it again next sure. year or something, but I really appreciate it. Totally. Very, very grateful. Yeah, and, thank you for having me. Yeah, and I know you have a, you know, your Instagram page is like where you mention, like spread some of your wisdom. Sure. Devin Suggs. Mm-hmm. There's something. There's another like ask like part of it. What what's the rest of your title? Yeah. So I have a a TikTok account too. Okay. Just called Thrive with Devin. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Is that? I had it on my phone. It's on your like texting thing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna find it because the Sunstream. Yeah. Sunstream saunas. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you work for the, are you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. That's Salesman. Nice. With the company. Yeah. Well, that's also, so get a Sunstream sauna. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd love to hook here. it up with a, a great exclusive discount, an awesome price for one of the best infrared saunas on the market for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, and, um, like the benefits I've like Rogan talks about, benefits of doing it 20 minutes a day, three days a week or something mm-hmm. is, has a 40% reduction in all cause mortality. Yeah, it's extraordinary. Yeah. So I've been, I've had it for a few years and I've only, I, I've been just now getting back into it. Cause I was like cold plunge, all cold plunge. And to be honest, I didn't really get like, like the, if there's a benefit to it, sure. a stress benefit and energy benefit, but it wasn't helping with my sleep, which I have a huge problem with. But the sauna, it lowers oh, yeah. my heart rate. It just calms me down, sleep better, mm-hmm. detox. So if you had to choose one, I think that I would choose the sauna based on my experience. And I've been, I was cold plunging so much. The last time I cold plunged though, mm-hmm. the next day I had, I got, it was, it was like painful when I got in there, which it's always painful, but this time it was more painful. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up getting COVID. Oh man. And I had I already had it. It just hadn't like kicked in, mm-hmm. and I think that kind of like maybe kicked it in. Sure. And so now I'm, I haven't got back in in like a month, and I'm like, I don't want to get back in, but I'm gonna get back <laughs> in. Do you get in? Yeah, I do love some cold exposure. Yeah. I don't have a plunge per se, but you living here in Colorado, as you're aware, the water is frigid. Yeah. So I'll get in the water whenever I go on a hike or something like that, pretty often. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I. It is, there's some, there's something invigorating about it, but, mm-hmm. uh, just recommend the sauna more, but okay. Thank you. Thank you guys. We'll be back soon. Can't say exactly when, probably in a couple weeks. I'm trying to like chill a little bit. Check out the last episode with Dave Smith. That was super fun. He's a, like a, an icon or whatever to me. And, cool. uh, that was, that was really special for me and that just but this was more kind of like spiritual like it, i don't know that was a conversation with someone that i admire but sure. this is something that i feel like a good energy he has good energy anyways not comparing people we'll see you next time thank you thank you thank you okay yeah beautiful peace and love guys yeah peace and love.